have recently become obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> Good, I'm glad. you haven't noticed by me like making an account and all that junk. And you 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 started to re- respond sooner to my. Because I'm always on the you. app now. <laughs> what side of TikTok are you on? Okay. I'm on a couple different ones. I'm on dog trainer <laughs> TikTok <laughs> for some reason, which is very confusing because again, my my dog died did my dog did die like five, six years ago. So I don't really know why I'm like need to know all the training tips. Um definitely like dog slash puppy TikTok, which is an extension. Um yeah. recently found myself on high school musical TikTok. Good. I'm in about High School Musical, the musical, the series, drama TikTok. Oh, I'm not even kidding. It's gotten better now, but it was every other TikTok on my page to the point where I'm like, I understand the drama. I do not need another one explaining it to me. Thank you. I understand what's going on. I've, I've already traveled the whole spectrum with that song where at first I heard it, I was like, eh, it's whatever. And then I really liked it. And now I hate it again. Well, did you? He released a song. No, I, I didn't hear that one. He released. He also a song. had life saving surgery. Yeah, and like won't say what it what happened. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. But how did he get it together so quick? That's here's the thing that makes me suspicious of this entire thing. One, I saw something that said he wrote it in t- 2019, which I don't know if I believe that, but. They, because I was just peeking around today, <laughs> they both promoted their song. So she promoted driver's license and he promoted lie, lie, lie. They both promoted it on the same day, I think for the first time on January 4th. So he re- like recorded and filmed the music video for his clapback song before the other one was actually released. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're maybe not related then. I think, or I think it's just like maybe they did it on purpose so that it would come out. Oh, and- but it's like it's collaboration to bring them both up in the fame ranks. Probably. I mean, her song I mean, is it's like clearly it worked. It, yeah, it worked. It has been <laughs> successful. I saw the one like it's just like a guy like looking really upset in the mirror, but it's like um joshua bassett logging on to see he got canceled for not dating a minor (laughs) (laughs) i saw that one what are you on i i I am on like i get lots of pet tiktoks of Mm -hmm. course i'm on um film film bro tiktok again pretty pretty a natural progression for me yeah and either like a lot of like comedy stuff just like the weird shit I get a lot of really weird shit that I don't understand, but that's okay. And then just random shit that I'm like, how did you get out of here? So should we start talking about dud? I'm sorry, I mean dude. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. (laughs) Hello and welcome to another episode of One Star Bad Movie Podcast, where we talk about bad movies with uh, one-ish celebrities in them. I'm Lauren, and I smoke weed every day, but like in the cute hot girl way, and not like in the stoner way. <laughs> Quinn, and welcome. Welcome. 
right off the bat, we are talking about Dude, um, and a Netflix original movie starring Lucy Hale, and also Aquafina, Aquafina. and one half of the Naked Brothers band, <laughs> Alexander Ship, and then someone who isn't famous. Yes, I, I, your your um introduction line. <laughs> It's very accurate because I feel like this whole plot can just is just oh they're girls and they smoke weed. Yeah, but like not, but still like the best way to explain it is like in a sexy way. Yeah, and not not in a real way. My biggest flaw is like every single one of these girls is every single girl in the sense that. Not only are they like the stoner girls, they're like the type A prom queen girls. They're like the student council girl. They're like the cheerleader girl. They're the athlete girl. And it's like, no one is all of them. Yes. Yeah, you nailed it. Because, and there's so much of everybody that it like reverts back to them just like not having a personality. And like, I just don't believe like Lucy Hill's character would would do all of those things yeah you're not the druggy girl and also the student council president girl maybe that exists somewhere in real life it's rare but not in a movie usually what i've seen is you're the student council president girl you get to college where you become the druggy girl it's not you're not them at the same time and you're also not an athlete (laughs) And and you're not also the most popular girl in school it's like they're all like without flaw. Yes. Like and even Lucy Hale's like one flaw of being like too controlling. It's still like I feel like they're still like she's right. Yeah. And and then the one character who's just boy obsessed, except they all are. Yeah, a hundred percent they all. And then are. they're like, oh my god, why are you so obsessed with boys? And it's like, how come every scene is you guys talking about boys in some way, shape, or form then? Sometimes that boy is your teacher. Sometimes that boy is your dead brother. But they're always <laughs> talking about boys. <laughs> they're always talking about boys. And daddies. Um, a lot of daddy issues in this movie as well. <laughs> we sprinkle that in. Um, I think there's... Well, there's um, three that have bad relationships with their father. And one which is unknown. I don't think the dead brother girl has a known relationship with her father. I don't think it was a factor. I think her relationship with her father or is that, oh no, my brother's dead. Yeah, like, oh no, our family member is gone. They're still going through it a little bit. <laughs> Which is very understandable. And as you know... What? Is Lucy Hale old? I feel like she's old. Yeah, she was 31 this year, which means when this was filmed, she was 28, which is funny. How old is Alex Wolf? Because he's the younger brother, isn't he? He's my age. So he's 23. But this was filmed in 2015. 2015? So how old? He was like 18. He was 18. Jeez. And she was 20. 
Actually, he might have been 17 because he has a late 97 birthday. So he, if, unless they were filming in the winter, he was probably 17. I feel like he couldn't have filmed that while 17. Why? Because Alex Wolf is the opposite of DJ Khaled in this movie. Yeah, if you know, you because know. <laughs> we're we're going to get vulgar for a second. So, Mother, if you've chosen to listen to this episode, maybe skip ahead a few things. Because uh-huh. Alex Wolf in this movie eats pussy like, I don't know, like a starving dog. <laughs> and also the it's way like... army hammer eats <laughs> women's feet <laughs> the way army hammer drinks blood is how he eats <laughs> he's just slurping it up <laughs> um and it's specifically stated that it was like what 13 minutes 18 minutes it's set. i believe it is 13 minutes straight of just going to town on lucy hale <laughs> Just tongue punching her. And I'm pretty sure there's like two timestamps in this movie. Like where we get like told that time has passed. Mm-hmm. And the first one is when we jump ahead a year. And the second one is when he's going to town on Lucy. <laughs> Those are the two it's times like, where this movie like was like, we need to let you know that time has passed. It's like one of those SpongeBob title cards. 13 minutes later. (laughs) God, I would die if that happened. (laughs) It would be probably the only funny joke in this movie. The funny joke is this naked brother is living up to the naked part of his name. I know. And at one, you know, I always said, (laughs) like, it's, it's embarrassing that we as a society let them be in a band called the Naked Brothers Band and then we just let them have normal successful careers like that is he, I, that's ridiculous to me and but Alex Wolf in this movie is making a good case for um <laughs> from why it was it's okay for them see I always kind of like the Naked Brothers bands I like their songs I like their lyrics I always found them to be cunning linguists so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. That was amazing. like their one song where he's like, one is good, two is fine, three is enough. No, he's like, I need at least 13 minutes. <laughs> oh my god, a cunning linguist. Well, um, See, I was too old for them. When they when that show started and they came out, I was I was like too old to be. I forget you're like, like elderly. Yeah, I am 83. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz like, yeah, they were just Cuz at the time like 3 years is a big difference. Although, how old is the older one? I thought Alex was the older one. I thought he was the younger one. I guess I will see. Nat is Oh, Nat is the older one. You're right. Which one's in Hereditary now? I like. It's Alex, right? Has Nat done anything? 
He was the he was the one in uh, Paper Towns, mm. the John Green movie. I think I don't this know. might be I the first it. movie I have watched with one of them. Either of them. Yeah. So Alex is the good actor. Is, is oh. the point I'm trying to make? Oh, is he? I have yeah. seen Behaving Badly, which which is also a contender to be on this podcast. You, uh, Alex Wolf was in Jumanji. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I I was focusing on Nat and I think I've only seen one movie with Nat in it. So I think yeah, Alex is the better one. Cuz Alex was in Hereditary? Yes. One of them And he's has... also going to be in an upcoming M Night Shyamalan movie that I'm excited about that might actually be good. Mhm. It's so it's 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 pretty exciting stuff coming up. See, I don't I don't hate them I just it's just baffling to me that that's how you can start your career and it that it won't end it <laughs> you know I, I think guess it's they, inspiring in a lot of ways they are were like the male counterpoints to Jojo Sawa yes I would agree with that because what happened to the other naked brothers were there more? Well, like the rest of the band. Someone that was in the show was on X on the Beach last season. I just pulled it up. I was just about to tell you that I just saw that. You know oh, wow. that already. Because <laughs> it's X on the Beach. You are you just know instantly. I, of course. I, I didn't look it up. And the video would prove that. I just knew that off the top of my head. Oh, another one got to the top seven of American Idol in oh. what year i don't know as you can tell we're talking about literally anything besides this movie because <laughs> it, it tries to be like the cool hangout movie but the issue there's a knack to making a hangout movie where you still have to like be interesting <laughs> and somewhat likable i think because mm-hmm. it's gotta I would... be a group of people you would want to hang out with yeah and i would go as so so far as to say that none of these people are likable none of the four the main no. four mm-hmm. i'd say aquafina aquafina like the the two aquafina and alexandra ship are mm-hmm. the more endearing the two non-white yeah, honestly, the two white girls there's, can't stand them. Of course, there's there's four main characters um, that are all friends in a friend group, and there's two non-white and two white, and of course, that's also how they split up in their like closer friendships. Like, of course, the white <laughs> ones have to be closer with each other than the other two. You know, God forbid. I think <laughs> the worst one though is the non-Lucy Hale friend. She is just so devoid of the personality i really don't get why these people are hanging out with her and like okay so all right what i'm gonna say i want to say even though we already said that her brother died no it's fine i'll just say no lucy hale is dating her brother 
not her own brother sorry <laughs> lucy hale's dating her friend's brother <laughs> and um are in love we find yes, out later they I were in love so. and well, i'd like to point out it's not made clear that she is the brother of this or the sister of this man and so I'm like, Lucy Hale and him are like on a date and the other girl's just kind of there. And I'm like, what's going on? And then Is she's like, sort of throuple situation. Yeah. Until she's like, see at home, don't be late or mom will be mad. <laughs> like, that's how you know that that's her brother. But um, so he he dies. And I do want to talk about that when we get there, when we actually kind of try and go through the plot a little bit. But then she like will not let lucy hale grieve which is very fucked up because like yes it was your brother and like that's a different love obviously than like someone who has had a romantic relationship but she like won't let lucy hale be sad about it (laughs) how so i i i don't think i remember fully this it happens like a couple different times and they even like scream it at each other. <laughs> There's like a big scene where they like fight about it. Oops. But like in my defense, we have done what we usually do, which is it's a good weekish after watching said movie. <laughs> weekish, yeah, probably a little yeah, a week. Um again, as I always do, I have watched this twice now. <laughs> Because I watched it like a year ago and I was sending you snaps from it, clips from it. Mm. We, um, and then we were trying to <clears throat> come up with our first movie back from Christmas. And then I was like, I've had this on the list for a while because I hated it. Um, so maybe I just like, I know plot points better, I guess, because I watched it twice. But even then, the plot doesn't exist. So. <laughs> But there's a part where, like, right when he dies at the funeral, there's a couple, like, the, and I think this is primarily in Lucy's acting at this point, that, like, she is just doing everything for her friend, like, carrying stuff for her, making sure she's okay. And then, like, later on, like, on the year anniversary, she tries to, like, bring a cake, and which pisses off her friend because she wants to like sing her happy birthday in like the creepiest way ever (laughs) (laughs) and then like they fight about it later where he was where lucy hale was like i loved him too and then he was like but he was my brother so like you're not like they just fought about it because the friend didn't think that lucy hale like was able to grieve because it was not her brother (laughs) So I just, I found, I just saw a fun fact that you are going to love. Guess the high school that they used to shoot this movie. Oh, you, you saw it. Okay. I saw it. And I read that because there's only like three facts on IMDb and I normally check, check that. But I saw that and I watched this movie twice and I didn't really like notice that. Because it's just a very generic high school. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that did throw me. I did not know that. <laughs> it, it still means something to you. Yeah. I'm glad that the, the set is being used and it lives on. I like to <laughs> imagine maybe he didn't die and he's just a werewolf now. 
Oh, he was eaten by a werewolf and it wasn't a car accident. Ooh, like these take place in the same universe? I like that. Yeah. Like these are the other high schoolers who like really have no idea what's going on at night. I would love that if like you rewatched it and then there's just in the background like monsters and people running around and it's just like very faint <laughs> in the background. Um. So yeah, this movie starts with them <laughs> rapping and smoking. It's it's actually comical how much worse Lucy Hale was at rapping than the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, like she really just didn't need to do that. No, we di- we didn't need that. Like Aquafina got her start as uh, like writing comedy raps, so that that was manageable. That made sense. But um, Lucy Hale, it didn't even rhyme. No, I was so mad. It was just bad. No rhythm, no rhyme. Just weird talking. <laughs> and um, so then they go to prom, and this is their junior year. Oh, okay. So then it's revealed that Lucy Hale loves high school. <laughs> like fucking loves it. Doesn't want it to leave doesn't want to leave i low-key can understand that because like no offense to other people but high school is great for me i don't know if we've talked about this before but i was super popular and why, why and i was prom that? king <laughs> i i did not hate high school so but i also didn't like love it as much as she did that's true. Like, I, uh, college was even better. Yeah, exactly. What I hate now is my current life. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Wish we could go back. Um, just love wasting my 20s. It's so fun. Yeah, just living during a global pandemic where we can't do anything and can't live the lives we want to. But I say that, but like, was I not wasting my life before the pandemic? <laughs> I definitely was. Um, anyway, but dude, then we're not going to get that dark. No. Um, oh shoot, I forget his name. Who plays the brother? Um, he's the guy who's playing Elvis in the Elvis movie that's going to come out. That's just the only reason I knew him. Let me find his name. Is it Austin. Is it like a three-name thing? It might be. Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Do you know who Austin Butler is? Um, he was like the hot, dumb guy with blonde hair in Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. I think I remember that. Wasn't he also in Zoe 101? Um, for four... Yeah, he was. He was also in the... Sh- <laughs> Shana, Shanara Chronicles, whenever the hell that was. The basketball guy. Here, I, I Snapchatted it to you instead. Oh, he was the basketball guy? And that's the classified school survival guide, yeah. What? That's him? Yeah. His name was Zippy? No, I thought his name was something else. It says he played Zippy Brewster. Oh, wait, that's not him. Then why did Google say it was him? He was just like a background guy, extra that 
they kept reusing. That's lame. I feel lied to. Because here it says he was Lionel, which I think was the guy. Well, when I googled Zippy Brewster, his character came up, but also so did the basketball guy. Even Google does not know what character he played. Unless maybe he was a stand-in sometimes. Maybe. I feel lied to either way. Yeah. Anyway, very much not important. No. But he is talking to Lucy Hale about how she doesn't want to leave high school. And he says, if you do it right, it never really leaves you. (laughs) Just like, what a dumb thing to say about high school. (laughs) But to be fair, that's every high school movie where it's like, this is it. (laughs) Right. We're 17 years old and life will never be better than it is right now. And that's the message we're getting off right off the bat. 100%. And um, I love when movies act like prom happens and then you leave for college the next day. It's very funny, always. It's not like, no, there's not another month and a half of school. Right. And then two months of summer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then we we had that um, general issue of like, oh my god you're leaving so soon and um then the way we kill off austin butler i i thought it was i don't want to say funny but also a little bit it's a little funny it was the moment i believe i added it to that lit to the list of like movies we should do like when I was watching it the first time, like immediately after that happened. <laughs> um, because he's just like, all right, I'll see you soon, sis. And then they leave and then we just cut to black and then there's like car crash sounds. <laughs> and that's it. He's dead. Um, that's my car crash sound, if you couldn't tell. I think yeah. it's pretty good. And then he like... Or I lost my train of thought. It was it was very like how the mom dies in kissing booth esque, where they tell us so quickly that it's like impossible for us to care. <laughs> if that makes any sense. No, it does make sense. It's like because we we didn't know the guy, so I'm like not too sad he's dead. It was like one scene and then he's gone. And then we didn't even like see any tension while that was happening or we didn't even really see how close he was with his sister even because we only Mm -hmm. got her, we only got him with Lucy Hale. We didn't even get him really interacting with his own sister very often. Yeah, 100%. And then we're supposed to care that he's gone. Um, and then Esther's in this movie a couple times. Esther? Esther Pavpiz. Oh, yeah, from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I saw her and I was like, <gasps> Yeah. Love her. Um, wasted potential. Did she get cause... our one star? No. I'm going to give it to Aquafina, personally. Yeah. 
my favorite um, of the bunch. Who uh, again also in a um Jumanji movie. <laughs> <laughs> so not the first Alex Wolf uh Aquafina film. So that's fun. So I mean, they we probably didn't have a scene together, but we have dude to thank for Jumanji. Yeah. So I don't Maybe. know what to say about that. Well, we have because I've still never seen any of them. Dude but. to thank for the sequel to Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're good, personally. I feel like oh, I think we've talked about that before. Yeah, they're fun. Um, and so Esther plays like just a mean girl. She's only in like two scenes and has like three lines total, but. Whatever. Which is so funny because, like, I've only ever seen her as like the nerd girl, mm-hmm. so it was weird. Yeah, her being like the stuck-up, popular person. Mm-hmm. And then they smoke in the morning before school every day, which is okay. Again, student council president would not do that. <laughs> they do go to a hippy dippy school. That is true. With uh, which, if anything, this movie is like, well. Uh, clearly not the right choice for your children. <laughs> a hippie dippy school. No. Um, well, it is Los Angeles, so. Right? Doesn't it take place in Los Angeles? I think so. Every movie does. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Jack McBrayer's in this movie. Again, only in like two scenes, but I think he's very funny in them. Specifically the one scene where he walks in and he sees Lucy Hale and he says, aren't you supposed to be in my class right now? And she says, aren't you supposed to be in, my, in your class right now? And then he just kind of like gives a look. That's very funny. And then he's like, oh, this never happened, which is, I feel like less funny than the look he gave her. <laughs> like, I feel like he could have just looked at her and then walked away and it would have been fine. But I thought that was a fun joke. Just a little one. So then again, we have like the classic coming of age high school friend movie where they think that in order for them to still be friends, they have to go to a college in the same city or the same college. Um, I mean, I, I like disagree with that, but at the same time, I think about it and I'm like, I'm barely close to anyone who I did didn't end up going to college with. Oh, really? See, I think I'm just like, I definitely had a lot of people drop off, obviously. <laughs> But, like, I'm still close with some of my high school friends. I don't know. I, I also agree, though. I feel like, well, it's definitely, like, easier yeah. to still be friends. Um, there's definitely less, like, potential issues in your friendship. And I guess, like, full-on cross-country is even harder, probably. Oh, yeah, like, they New were York going to, to New LA. York. Yeah, that's hard. Plus, like, you change a lot in college or at the very least in your early 20s no matter what you're doing what i surely did i did a lot as well so i mean if you change differently and not with each other that could also be an issue but i'm also just tired of this being a plot point (laughs) for movies because it always is um but yeah they're talking like la versus new york which would be hard 
that's the time zones that makes it harder but then at the same time like after um working at sundance like i text all my time all the time with my friends who like live in la and phoenix and stuff now so maybe it isn't who knows i mean i have like my friends who i was roommates with that one lives in Philadelphia, one in Cincinnati, one in Milwaukee, one in Chicago. <laughs> and I've visited them like once or twice, but other than that, like I haven't really seen them. And we've mm-hmm. talked, but like not a whole lot, not as much as I'd like to. So I get it as well. So mixed feelings on that, I guess, <laughs> is where we ended up. <laughs> well, I think the main problem with this movie overall, just kind of moving on. But it wants to be like the hangout, like stoner girl movie, which is fine. There should be one of those. But I think to be a good hangout movie, it kind of has to take place over like one day. I don't think like a full year was the right choice to me. A full year and also like, I don't know how long the rest of the movie takes place, like a month. Yeah. A little bit longer, maybe. Um, there's there's too much plot yeah for a hangout movie and it's also not really funny and it's also trying to be a drama yeah and i feel like it's they're just doing too much where i mean you look at movies like super bad which is takes place over a short period of time i think Mm-hmm. I haven't actually seen it. <laughs> or I, th- I think about something like this wants to be like dazed and confused. Mm-hmm. But so I, you either need to like expand the ensemble, make it about like a whole bunch of people instead of one friend group, and you just you can't like indulge your like, frankly, the rape plot line and stuff like that without it also being the like weed movie stoner movie you want it to be. And also have a dead brother. Yeah. There's too much going on for like what... I think it's trying to be a hangout movie. Yeah, that's what it wants. But it, it just doesn't get there. But it also tried to be like... A critically acclaimed movie at the same time. And I, you need to pick one. Mm-hmm. Maybe the other will happen in the, in the meantime. But... Well, see, there's... There's this great stoner movie called, um, ha- uh, is it Smiley Face or Happy Face? Let me double check. I think it's Happy Face. But it's about this woman who has like a whole bunch of tasks to do on a day. And she's like, okay, you know, I'll just like smoke my little blunt and get to going. And then she gets hungry and she accidentally eats an entire tray of pot cupcakes. It's Smiley Face. And so it's about her, like, trying to accomplish tasks while just being, like, the most stoned she's ever been. Love that. And it's good because, one, it's funny. It stars Anna Faris, who I believe is truly underrated. I want her to get away from CBS and get a r- real thing. Yeah, that I agree. I like her. This is an anti-mom podcast. <laughs> Even though we love the whole cast. But right. the point is, it's like funny and it's like about like just being a stoner and it's just like one stressful blazed out day and so it 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 needed to go either funnier or it needed to go like 
not realism because like I think it went for that, but it failed. It just or it just needs to smoke a blunt metaphorically and just chill out a little bit. <laughs> I think really like the dead brother plot is what is primarily holding this movie back from what its goal. Yeah, like the the relationship between Lucy Hale and Boring Girl is really what brings it down a lot. And I think critically acclaimed was the wrong thing to say. It's like they're trying to do like the drug hangout movie and also like they're just trying to make a dramatic movie as well. And like you could do that, but you don't do it right. And like what you end up with in this situation is like a movie that's trying to be dramatic but you don't care about what's going on or the characters and it's also not a comedy because it's just not funny mm-hmm. like you gotta go full force on at least one and you can sprinkle in the other if you want to yeah like it'd be a nice like little back thing just like that's brought up slowly just to give us a little look into the characters states but like not going all out because again you're trying to be a hangout movie we can't it's not supposed to have like these big dramatic moments of like life-changing mode it's supposed to be like eh, this is just the day and also like typically like a coming-of-age movie doesn't you can have a, a coming-of-age movie without having a severe life event like this yeah like I maybe they were just trying to focus too much on that like how I don't know how they had to learn and grow because of that but also like you can learn and grow because of other things as well <laughs> it doesn't or have to be you, you cannot grow because that's not what because you're just hanging out and smoking weed and that's what yeah. you're doing Um, it's whatever there's also a point where we clarified that Lucy Hale's character enjoys pooping at the school and I I don't think we needed that detail at school oh I like would rarely even pee yeah no I, I, I would just hold it in and if I did it was like I don't even know. Never in between in in between periods. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. The only There's... times I would since we we had a long lunch, so we would go home a lot, and then I would allow myself. But other than that, no. Oh, we weren't allowed to leave at lunch. We we were. It was it, it was very nice. But we so if we went home, I would go to the bathroom. I genuinely just try not to use public bathrooms at all. I don't really enjoy to. I understand that. And, like, when I was a kid, for some reason, I just hated going to the bathroom. I wouldn't do it. And so, like, I have, like, years of training of just holding it. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, very unsafe now that I'm thinking about it. Because I think I used to really honestly go full eight-hour days without peeing a single time. Is my urine poisoning me? Who knows? And also, like, now that I'm thinking about it, rarely drink water. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I pee all the time now because the only, like, activity I have to do at work is drink water. So I'll have, like, four to five, like, of these big water bottles a day. 
So not anymore. Now I'm peeing all the time. You understand. Mm-hmm. I have my emotional support water bottle as well. <laughs> um, it's like I, I pro, it like gives me an extra break is when I need to go fill it up. I do that. I like doing that at work, but I just like haven't been drinking enough water at work. But I do like just the times where you're like, oh, I have to go get more water and you can get up and walk around for a couple seconds. It's nice. Oh, I was like, what were we talking about? <laughs> also, DC Pearson is in this movie. I don't know who that is. He was in Donald Glover's sketch comedy group on YouTube. <laughs> you would know that. Mm-hmm. What's his um, name? DC Pearson. He was the drug dealer. Am I not? He, okay, he's not on this cast list, so that explains it. Oh, he was in Derek Comedy, which is uh donald glover's uh sketch group prior to becoming donald Donald glover (laughs) (laughs) he's like randomly in stuff like this like he'll just pop in and he had like really long hair i think he was in some weird commercials recently like he has random cameos Mm mm-hmm when Donald Glover first started rapping, he would release all like his songs for free, and he did a couple with DC as well. Oh, that's nice. Left him behind, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not so nice. But he is on the um, "I Am Just a Rapper" mixtape. You're you're going over my head with this one, just so you know. <laughs> oh, I, I don't have the. You know. Um, have you listened to Camp by Childish Gambino, the album? No. <sighs> there's, <laughs> there's a song um, called That Power where he like launches into like this really long it's like a nine minute song or something like that and he Jeez. just launches into like a story that he tells <laughs> in the middle of the song <laughs> and apparently dc pearson is credited as writing that good for him yeah they're they're buds they were Uh, buds because like even um in community he like would appear randomly i donald glover just likes to randomly (laughs) keep you know his friends in like a job every once in a while like how Ludwig would be his composer and now he's like oh you're on a first name basis no I he has a name that I do not know how to pronounce that's fair as well (laughs) Ludwig Gorenson no I know who you're talking about he did uh Black Panther right Mm -hmm. yeah he he produced camp as well in like a lot of his other albums he, when DC appears on stuff, I just get happy because I'm like, oh, look, look at him. <laughs> Got get that paycheck, boy. <laughs> um, they also played a game that our friend group does every once in a while. They played highs and lows at one point. <laughs> it's not even really playing; they just did it. It's, yeah, it, I mean, we played it like in a way where we were like making fun of people who were playing. Yeah, they. In this movie, they like 
the way they do it it seems like they it's a thing that they do it after every school day which is ridiculous yeah Um, oh and then randomly we are introduced to alex wolf and we're kind of introduced to him in a way where like lucy hale never talks to him doesn't want to have him help organize the prom and all this stuff and then he asks her to be his date to prom which i felt was a very bold move considering at this point it didn't even seem like they had ever had a conversation (laughs) (laughs) or one that did not revolve around student council it was a cute little song i liked it oh i i liked the song but it was just like the boldness of this man (laughs) i mean he has what we learn later though is he can back it up i mean yeah clearly definitely warranted uh confidence (laughs) (laughs) and we're also introduced at some point i'm gonna just quick quick content warning i guess um a little bit of grooming in this movie Okay, it's like the the biggest flaw of Booksmart 2. So I guess I've got to ask, like, what is it up with these, like, prestige? Well, this was trying to be prestige. It didn't end up prestige, but it was trying to be prestige high school comedies with uh, female writing and directing teams that just feel the need to include the weirdest teacher fucking plot line that has no business being in the movie. And I... When I was, like, looking up stuff about this movie, I saw people talking about that, but I do not remember that happening in that movie. (laughs) It was definitely more subtle. Like, it was, like, a back-back plot, but it was just so weird and unnecessary. Yeah. uh, Weirdly enough, though, in this one, almost kind of wanted it to happen because at least that would be, like, a plot point that was, like, interesting. Yeah. Because... Aquafina has a crush on her teacher and it's very clear that the teacher is also crushing on her and feels very comfortable flirting with her in the middle of school multiple times. Yeah, it feels a little inappropriate. A little a lotl. To the point where Aquafina Aquafina um is feeling feeling a certain way and then goes into the bathroom to take care of that and um which honestly may be the best part though. Like, yes, masturbate at school. Yes, Queen. <laughs> and then, um then this random girl comes out and like comments on it that she knows that she just did that and also she knew who she was thinking about. Which was very like, weird. This? And we never That's, talked about it again. She's one of the people in the who's in the teen wolf part portion of this high school. She has superpowers. She can read minds or something. Yes. Okay. People, I, people I am subscribing. I'm subscribing to this theory. Um, however, no. <laughs> they did not. Um, well, she does. And... But I maybe some like sort of like where I don't know what she could be something. There's like banshees that can do that's not i believe it i subscribe to the theory (laughs) she's a wolf with good hearing and maybe aquafina like whispered the teacher's name under her breath we'll go with that one yeah 
Or she heard them talking right before she went into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, she... Anyone within, like, a 30-foot radius should be able to tell what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was very weird. And... Yeah. And then also... It's Lucy comments that she does it all the time and it's like oh okay <laughs> I respect it you know sometimes you gotta it's, this is a very sex positive movie however another content warning there is also a sexual assault which is handled bad it's bad very 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 poorly um, and seemingly the only reason why it was there was to make it seem like or like to show that her friends had abandoned her. Seemingly, we could do yes. that other ways. There are other ways to show that your friends are ignoring you because you're being a bitch, other than ha- um, having you raped, and yeah. then forgetting about your own rape. Kind of. No, she comments That's on a- it later. Like once. She comments on it once. In a uh, somehow more horrifying way than actually watching that scene, she talks about it, alludes to it, and they're like, oh my god, are you okay? And she said, yeah, he was just goal-oriented. That is how she described her assault. Like, okay, do what you need to to cope. Right. But also, let's when we're talking about movies... There like needs that's, to be... that's what you're showing young impressionable people because it's just yeah. on Netflix. There's like a certain amount of influence that comes with making a film where it's it's all kind of your responsibility to show things more properly. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense what I'm saying. Or even if she just stopped with yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> That would be different. It's it's, I just feel like they weirdly gloss over it overall. Oh, they do. But it was like like, making that statement and like calling like describing him that way was just like horrendous to me, I think. Yeah. It's like it's a better movie if it's not included. Correct. Because then the only every time it comes up again is after they're all friends again, and he's the the man who was they was a, at like three parties that they went to and somehow she like didn't even really know who he was but he is clearly like close enough friends with one of their friends that he keeps being invited to these parties even though he goes to a different school mm-hmm. and then the friend like knees him in the crotch and then we're all good with that we're even <laughs> hooray justice has been served like just entirely unnecessary to be included um, yeah, and then we have the scene where Lucy like it's his birthday, so she like gets a slice of his favorite cake and like weirdly like lights a candle and sings "Happy Birthday" very creepy, kind of like in the scene in Riverdale, <laughs> um, where it just is like kind of also threatening in a way, <laughs> <laughs> and like that was really uncomfortable. And then we were at another party. And a lot of ta- a lot of tampon jokes at this party. Which uh, honestly, better party. <laughs> then there's a part later on where they're eating. They're 
is it acid with the breath mints i forget i forget what they said it was um so they do drugs that it's in the form of a breath mint and then if it was acid, I'm pretty sure that dog would be dead. Okay, so it was it had to have been like weed somehow. It, it must have been weed. So then the dog eats the mints and they're like, oh my god, haha, the dog is high. But it's like, why would the dog eat mints though? No, it's it happens. Uh my old dog got into one of my babysitter's purse, ate some of the money in there, her breath, <laughs> mints, and her retainer. Wow. So no, maybe that, that's a, that's real. <laughs> maybe I just had a dog that just wanted to be outside and left alone and that was all she liked <laughs> what a queen she was great um i saw a big a tiktok of course and it was like this dog sitting on a table and like four inches of snow laying on the snow like full blizzard happening covered in snow and then the person's like hey come in and they just like stare at her that was my dog oh that's she adorable was- she was um saint bernard and border collie so like the border collie version of her loved being outside in like the summer and the sun and the saint bernard part was like yeah i'm totally fine just like sitting in the snow for hours uh, so she was doing great all the time oh i love that for her it didn't matter like she just loved being outside if we like one time we like got the grass like fertilized or something like that and she couldn't go in the grass and so she had to be inside for like 24 hours except for like walks to go to the bathroom you know and it literally was like she was dying (laughs) (laughs) she had to be inside and she like didn't understand why we were torturing her that way (laughs) she was weird anyways (laughs) um oh and also, I don't understand why we needed Lucy, her character, to have siblings. Yeah, they didn't add anything. They didn't add anything. Um, I think they were supposed to add comedic effect, but the sisters in one scene and the brothers in two, very unnecessary. <laughs> they don't add anything to the plot, except I guess he like talks her out of like being mad at her friends. Which, like... Know. Maybe her friends could do. I don't know. And then there's like a part where she gets a, like, I I guess, fined and not arrested, but probably fined for like having a bong in her back seat while driving. Which I and, don't know if that's actually a thing you can do, because I'm pretty sure they can only arrest you for like actual weed. I don't know if just like having a bong is arrestable. I don't think it is either. I mean, it's considered paraphernalia, but like if they don't find actual weed, like they can't do anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's not illegal to just have that. (laughs) We should also, but immediately stop pretending like we know laws and drug laws. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And her mom is mad. It's like makes her smash it, even though it was her dead boyfriend's bong which seemed cruel to make her like smash it's it. a little cruel <laughs> and even then her she's like okay come out and smash it right next to the pool <laughs> which you should not break glass next to a pool <laughs> what you gotta put it in a bag first then you smash it so all the glass is still together easy disposal come on guys that's yeah that would be fine 
like the street whatever next to a pool where if glass gets in there and you can't find it and now it's just in your pool (laughs) stupid (laughs) because it wasn't an accident you like purposely chose that location (laughs) and their backyard was huge there was plenty other concrete areas (laughs) then we're at prom (laughs) they're fighting because the one girl doesn't want to go to Columbia anymore and then was going to go to some freshman thing on the some letters prom. that they never said out loud outside of the letter so I don't know what college they're talking about I it was like s-, s and something yeah so I think it's probably made up but she's like, she's like, I don't want to go to New York for college because, you know, my brother's dead and I think I need to be around my family. You know, fair enough. And she's like, how dare you? <laughs> she's like, you know what? I also am sad about your dead brother. <laughs> and that's the big um, act two break that we get. Yeah, I think, I think this is getting into fixing the movie and I kind of touched on it before, but I think the big problem was is they wanted to do the stoner hangout movie but they were still like clinging on to the idea of a three-act structure and to truly make the good hangout movie you need to let it go you just need to reject it it's not it doesn't work for this kind of movie you just need to let it go and that's what they couldn't do and even like this act two break fight i feel like happens way at the end of the movie anyways yeah the like the the wrap-up's pretty quick they didn't even like do the structure right <laughs> that they were clinging to so bad. Because <laughs> they had to include 13 minutes of cuddling. <laughs> Our priorities. Like, I appreciate that we had a time jump for that, but also, where's the director's cut? <laughs> <laughs> the director's cut is uh, 16 more minutes of it, so I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just want to just, we need to really understand how great he is at it and so we really need that full time to understand of just still not seeing what's happening because it is a movie and not yes yeah (laughs) um so then then it's prom and she goes to prom instead of her freshman thing and she also has a date which also upsetted Lucy and then I do have a question why would the freshman thing be in May that was weird I think we have seen like worse examples of that kind of thing where like oh it's affecting your high school life because of a freshman thing I don't don't know why it would be in May because like especially if it's a local college you would not schedule it when one of the local high schools is still in school yeah it probably wouldn't have been in like june or something like that yeah unless it was a the way i assumed it was is like almost like a a thing where like you would go if you were thinking of attending the school and you didn't like accept your admission yet Mm -hmm. because i went to a couple of those that's like just a tour yeah. But then just say, call it a tour. And um, oh, don't schedule it on prom. That's yeah, weird. It still shouldn't be on prom. Yeah. <laughs> it should just be like a Saturday. That's usually something that's up to you when you do it. Yeah. You can pick the time. 
And I feel like also May is probably late to do that if you're trying to convince people to go there. Or yeah, by May, you're really like pretty much already decided on where you're going. Yeah. And then we're at prom and then we have a scene where Lucy Hale <laughs> and the friend are making up and she was sad. She was like, oh, I feel bad that like you're you're not in your prom. And she goes, you are my prom. <laughs> Who knows what that means? Who even knows? And then Aquafina fucks her teacher. And it's implied. No, not Not yet. Sure. Not it's implied. A little later, probably. Because <laughs> we wrap that storyline up. And, um, oh, and then she starts, because um, she stopped talking to Alex Wolf because she ditched him and then he went to a party with his ex-girlfriend. And so she didn't want to talk to him anymore. Mm-hmm. And then she did start talking to him again so and that's the movie then they're just like at a grad party someone accidentally serves their surprise weed brownies for later and it's not that funny and then it's over yeah it's really not anything and they the four of them have a conjoined grad party but like there's only 20 people there (laughs) it's like were you the popular girls after all yeah like why is no one is at your party and it's a combined party. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna here's I'm gonna do a new transition in the spirit of this movie where I'm just gonna go, dude. <laughs> What's our first thing that we do? Is it drinking game? Sure. Okay, great. I don't one I we gotta say it. Don't, this is not a movie to drink to. This is a movie to get high to. Yes. It was even released on 420. Mm-hmm. This is a weed movie. So I, I don't feel in good conscience <laughs> recommending a drinking game. I, I don't think we can do one. I think it's just smoke weed every time they smoke weed. Yeah, that's fine. But also, right. we can't endorse weed because we don't live in a weed state. So, so don't smoke weed. Don't kids <laughs> I, okay that's covered <laughs> Great. um dude <laughs> fixing the movie yeah one make it in the same universe as Teen Wolf <laughs> Just done add, sprinkle that in because <laughs> you already you already put too much in this movie anyways why, why not add some sci-fi <laughs> But I think there's a there's a good like they pitched that idea before the idea of like what's going on with like the other people like in a superhero movie or something like that. That is true. Just the normal everyday person. If, just make a movie about someone stuck in like the supernatural world who's just like kind of chilling. Yeah, it's like the Marty from Cabin in the Woods, but if he went to the high school as Teen Wolf. Exactly. Perfect. Great, per- we fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> or you know if you want to make a hangout movie make a hangout movie don't half commit and be more um selective with your character traits 100 percent, yeah you give everyone one i know i always complain about like um the people who are like 
only have one defining character trait, but like sometimes it helps. <laughs> Instead least... of it's better than having all defining character traits. And if you give them a couple, at least make them different than the other ones. Do you want to give another oh, dude? Oh, oh yeah, I got I forgot. I forgot I had to do. Dude. Do we want to okay. do our awards? Awards. I'm going to give here here's a controversial one. I'm going to give the uh the Dr. Ant Mom to the director for choosing to allow 13 minutes of Alex Wolf eating out Lucy Hale. It's still not enough. <laughs> no, I agree. And the director was also the writer. Yes. So, because as we said, the Dr. Ant Mom is all about making choices no one it's else choices. would. Exactly. And that, that scene is the definition of this category. Yeah, I think there's there's really no other nominee. <laughs> no, because truly everyone's. I don't even know if we'll be able to give out the Joey King because like I don't know either. Acting's not really the issue. Everyone's like no one's stunning, but like no one's bad. Like maybe Lucy Hale, but I also don't feel strong enough to give it to her either. Yeah, she's like just everyone is Hale. mediocre. It's not really. Oh, the Alex Moffat Award for uh, Wasted Potential. Ooh, that could go to a lot of people. I'm going to give it to Aquafina. Okay. Because she, as far as I'm concerned, she should have been an Oscar-nominated actor by now. Because The Farewell is just amazing. And she should really be the lead character because she's the best actor of the bunch as far as what I've seen. I, I agree. If she was the main character of this movie, I think it would be very different and would... I mean, this movie, I still don't know if there's enough redeemable qualities of it. But a movie like this, I think she should be the main. Yeah, but all, not main as in her plotline being the main plotline. Just more no. of a role. We're X in that. That's gone. Yeah. I honorable mention to Esther for the, oh, for for the sure. Alex Moffat, just because she's great. And she was only in, you know, two scenes. That is a, a stretch to say that as well. Yeah. Is it a scene when, when someone walks by you and you say something? <laughs> <laughs> um okay, I think that's all our awards. Yeah, I think so. Dude. That was a bad one. You're going to have to tell me what's next anyway, though. I'm trying to think. Um, who is this for? I think it's supposed to be like essentially like a feminist response to the commonality of like the dude stoner movie, which there's tons yeah. of. But they forgot to make it good. I, I agree. So, like, definitely not high school age, I don't think. It's not aimed towards No, I think school. it is. I think it is. It's trying to be, like... I think it is, is, but it's actually... also, like, only seniors can watch it, because it is... I mean, uh, they would watch it otherwise, since it's just on Netflix, but, like, how explicit it is technically it can't be aimed towards anyone under 17 <laughs> <laughs> no alex wolf eating pussies for everybody you're right 
Um, say something nice about the movie. Um, mine is gonna be about that scene you just mentioned because, like, you don't think it's gonna go there, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that it did. Yeah, if any, anything, let's make this like sexier. Let's let's yeah. go for it. Make it a sex stoner comedy. I mean, Why not? The one character enters prom yelling where the dick at. Like, where is it? Show us. <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> show us, not don't tell us. It's the number one rule of screenwriting. <laughs> um, I think that's something nice. I like I think it has good intentions. And I think if they were on the right track, they just like fucked up along the way. Uh, yeah. I think they had an idea. It just mm-hmm. was not. Well, even then, like this script won an award for like best unmade film or like something like that best I unmade saw that. screenplay and yeah the blacklist so the screenplay had to be much better than the movie i'm assuming but they they had but to I, have I don't understand how that's true they had to have changed the screenplay at some point yeah because it's just it's trash not the best how do you rate so you gotta do a dude dude how do you write? I, let me let me remember what I rated it on Letterboxd. I feel like I should start doing that because it would be helpful when we come to this. I I enjoy it because it, it, it helps me organize my thoughts. I gave it a full one star. I was really bored. I I don't think we quite touched on truly how boring it is. It's awful. But it's because all the characters are so shallow by being so broad that it's really hard to get attached to what's going on. So I just, it's a flat out one star for me. Yeah. I think I, I agree. I definitely could not give it more than that. I don't, I'm not yeah. going to go as far to give it a 0.5. Just because I think that needs to be reserved for like. The bottom of the barrel. Yeah. But it's very not good. <laughs> and boring. And mm-hmm. bad, but not even in a fun way. Yeah, it's not it's not very fun. No. Um the what brings it from 0.5 to 1 is is Alex Wolf. <laughs> the Alex Wolf scene. It really the Alex it, Wolf make, scene. it both is the best part of the movie but also like just completely throws it out of whack. Oh yeah, it definitely like is the number one most unneeded scene and yet can't imagine without it because <laughs> <laughs> again it's like when that's happening you're like this isn't happening <laughs> and then it happens for much longer than you would think <laughs> um all right so i think that leaves us with do you want to give another dude did that was a good one i was happy with that the good the bad the movie so, oh, I, for, I completely forgot about this segment. I always forget. Um, okay, I already kind of gave my good, so I'll just do that again. Uh, Smiley Face, starring Anna Ferris, directed by Greg Garaki, who's one of my favorite directors. It's it's really funny. It's like it's one of those movies where you're like, this casting director deserves millions of dollars because it's got like 
10 people who are huge stars now that were not huge stars when it was released. And somehow this casting director just had their eye on the pulse because all of these people are household names now and they were just like people that they cast before this. So I really recommend it. I think it's funny. I find it very enjoyable. I'm just going to say my good movie is uh, (laughs) Kings of Summer. (laughs) Is it because of a certain cameo? Yeah. um, My brother does have a little cameo in it. He is seen in the background of a party. Um, I do like that movie. I don't know if it is tainted by that or like persuaded in that direction because of that. But stars Nick Robinson and um, Rico from Hannah Montana (laughs) (laughs) who's actually very good in that movie Um, yeah that's my one recommendation I still haven't thought of one Um, give me one second my other one was going to be the sequel to Jumanji like the new one that's good that's very you Mm -hmm. because it had Aquafina and Alex Wolf so I thought that was an okay connection Oh, I forgot this This was the second Lucy Hale movie we've done. Oh, yes. The first one, Truth or Dare. Totally forgot we did Truth or Dare. So check out that episode mm-hmm. while we're at it. Oh, I'm looking for bad, not good. <laughs> Hold on. I was like, ooh, maybe I'll do the farewell. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I already did my good version. You know what? I'm just going to do a coming-of-age movie that's barely... This is one of the loosest connections we've ever had because it's like in a lot of ways it's barely even coming of age. But I hate this is many people consider this movie a classic. Personally, I cannot stand it. I really hate this movie. And so I'm gonna say, excuse me, Burt for dramatic pause. I don't like a Christmas story. <laughs> That is I the truly loosest connection bad. we've ever had. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. But I was looking at a list of coming of age films and it was one of them, so I went with it. Um, I think it's... It. I personally find it to be just like nostalgia that makes people lie about it being good. I just... I truly think it's boring. I find all the kids horridly annoying. And... I don't think it's funny either. And so that's going to be my bad movie. And I know it's controversial, but I'm saying watch it without nostalgia glasses on and really look me in the eyes and tell me it's good after that. I you like it? Am I coming for you right now? No. We have a weird relationship to it in my family. Because when my our like local playhouse did it and Tyler got cast as Ralphie. Good for him. When he was like 13. And so <clears throat> and that like ran it was like our local playhouse it wasn't like a high school thing. So that was a big deal that he was like the lead role and like ran for like I don't know, two, three weeks, maybe four. And it was like a oh, it was wow. a big deal. He had to like dye his hair for it. Um and so it's, I knew I had not even seen the movie before this was all happening. 
so I've never like just watched the movie to watch the movie like without that like memory so Mm -hmm. I don't really feel any way about it but like still to this day people still like family members still buy my brother like like lamp stuff just because I will say a big deal when that happened I will say I think it would be good if Tyler was in it he was good agree on that and then we were just like very involved in it (laughs) not like involved but like my parents always are like pretty hands-on with stuff like that and then my just ended up being my dad was like the radio announcer (laughs) for like the (laughs) oval team thing and it was also in the time right after my surgery where I wasn't allowed to go to school for months so I was able to just come hang out during like the day performances (laughs) because I wasn't allowed (laughs) to go to school anyways and I was just nine and I could just like roam around do whatever I wanted um so I'm not I'm not offended by your opinion but I I don't have like I don't know I feel I don't have a it's a weird relationship that's all I can say I don't really know that's fair I'm sure most people are and should be offended by my opinion because I think technically it's a bad opinion (laughs) you think it's a bad opinion I I mean I don't but like I can see why most people would I am like literally like just drawing a blanket to what I was going to fucking say and it's really pissing me off oh um after (laughs) oh perfect not what i was had thought about earlier what i was going to say but it just popped into my brain so i'm going with after and what i watched last night which was the sequel (laughs) there's a sequel. i didn't even know there was a sequel oh don't worry there's gonna be three Uh, (gasps) coming out i don't know when but the sequel um apparently is much more uh much more um back to the source material which was a wattpad so that's good that we're revolting back to that for the sequel so much worse than the first one in the that's saying a lot (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that's that's my bad and i'm sorry it took me like a half hour to to come to I you. think the threat of after has always like hung over this podcast. Because I've said that we should do it <laughs> so many times. It's been on many a Patreon poll. <laughs> and for some reason, people don't want it. But even then, it, it'll probably happen one day. It might happen. Although the second, again, the second one is so much worse. But I feel like we can't just do the second one. <laughs> without the first one yeah and the second one i don't want to spoil anything but they do the plot that netflix keeps doing where they have a movie like a rom teen rom-com movie and then for the sequel they like sprinkle in a third person that's a second potential love interest they always do that but with this one he's barely in the movie very weird but he was like advertised it's Dylan Sprouse and he was like advertised oh. as being yes advertised as being like this big plot point and he is barely a factor weird very weird it's strange I feel like he will be a bigger factor in the third but yeah so that's all we have 
That's our next episode is going to be my birthday episode. Did you choose yet? I, I think I have decided. Should I announce it right now? Sure. We are going to be, to be doing the Beyonce movie Obsessed. <laughs> that also, I think, appeared on a Patreon poll at some point. I think it did get a vote. It did get a vote, but I, I want to do it. I want to watch the Beyonce movie Obsessed. Okay, perfect. Can't wait for that. Um, you can find us on Twitter at One Star Movies. You can find me at Mala Turnup. You can find Quinn at Leather Velma. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. Sorry, I forgot. Uh, Okay, bye.